Starting with Hashem, Daf Yud Zayin. We're going to start the second to last line on Tezam and Abayz, famous Gemara. Tanur Rabbanu, the Brisa quotes, Ketzim Raktin Lefnei Hakawa. How do we dance Lefnei Hakawa? And um, it's Rashi's Mavur, it says, Ma Oymim Lefaneha, that the way we're dancing is with, um, with, with words. So what are we saying? Beishamei Oymim Kala Kamashihi. So you, you say, you, you talk about her milas. Rashi says, Lefi Yoifiya, so you praise based on the milos that the kala has. Based which Rashi says Okay, so what does that mean? Well, what's the machlekes over here? So Tosis explains that <clears throat> what what Beishamai is saying that if she has a certain mum, so obviously you don't talk about the mum, okay, but you find something nice to say about her. Okay, everybody has some sort of milos. You say the milos. Basil says no, that you shabchua legamri. And what he's saying is like this, because if you only mention one specific thing about her, it's mashma that everything else is lignai. Okay? And that's, and that's, um, and that's the machlik. So do you, do you, do you uh, bend the truth a little bit? So what do you mean? Let's say she is lame or blind. So you're saying that she's the, she's the best thing in the world. Not allowed to tell a lie, but you have to stay away from sheker. One second, according to you, somebody who buys, buys or purchase, they don't necessarily, they get a bad deal. Right? So should you praise it? Should you make the guy feel bad or should you make him feel good? You make him feel good. So therefore we see that a person should be right? You say pleasant things. And therefore, even if it's going to result in a little bit of... Uh, of, of extending the truth, so you should go ahead and do this. Now, Tesis points out that <clears throat> Beishamai agrees that when someone buys something from the Shuk and gets like a bad deal, that Beishamai is going to agree to this, that you're supposed to praise it. However, what does Tesis say? Beishamai sabri afagabdi shabchenu beinav. Yes, it's true. However, eimlan l'chacham l'saking l'hazkik loimer sheker. Don't build in to say sheker. Beishamai obviously agree. Don't build this in. That we should always just uh, extend the extend the truth. Um, now, what's interesting here? Just a couple things to speak out. That uh, Rabbi Hanan says, uh, says I don't understand. If you look in the Gemara, the Gemara in uh, Brachas says, So it sounds like the Iker um, the Iker point here of being Sameach is the Chasan. In our Gemara, it seems like the Iker is to be Sameach the Kal. So which one is it? So that's number one. And number two, really. The mitzvah, what's the mitzvah? What's the chasana? It's celebrating a mitzvah, pruravu. That's the chasana's mitzvah, not the kala's mitzvah. So he answers that, that, that and, and it's really, it's, uh, it's, it's mavur and rashi. When we said ma'am and lefanel, what words do we say about the kala? We're really talking to the chasana. So we're praising the kala, but in the eyes of the chasana, to be mishabeach as mikchai, like, like we said at the end of the Gemara. And that's really what's going on over here, that it's, the, the concept is really to... Um, is really to to mishabeach the kala to the chassan so that he should be excited so that he'll be motivated and he'll want to do the mitzvah uh, of pruravu. Now, um, so we said that according to Beis Hillel, right? Essentially, it comes out that you're supposed to bend the truth, even though we say So what's the teretz? So the Rishonim speak out that there's this concept, famous concept. We had it in Yavamas that mutul shanas darki shalom. Okay, that, that, that when it comes to darki shalom, so you're allowed to. You're allowed to uh, extend the truth 
um, a little bit. You let it be mishanos. Okay, exactly what that means over there. We we brought there was another pasuk. We had them. If you remember the ma'isom, the ma'isu with with Rebchia and his son, uh, with Rav, we had that his wife, and uh, we said that even though his son switched switched the right, he, his wife would would serve him the wrong. The wrong, uh, the wrong, whatever he said he wanted, his wife would give him the other thing. And he said, um, however, it's not, you shouldn't do it because limdu l'shaynam daber, right? That you shouldn't be limdu l'shaynam. So we see that there's this idea, and these are the two things at play, that yes, midvar sheker terchak, and mutu l'shaynam b'pnei ha'shalom is what we're saying, but, however, don't make it a habit, was the way we explained it over there. Now, what's interesting is that Taz brings down that this is actually not sheker, Right, that's the pash, the pashtus of the Gemara. Is that no? We're saying that you're allowed to bend the truth for this. Okay, but the Taz says it's not really what's going on. Meaning that we're we're playing into the chassan himself. What is when the Gemara said chut shel chassan mashach alah? That obviously he 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 doesn't see it, or he he she found she was matzachin be'enav. Why? Because mistama that it's usher to marry somebody. Um, until you see her, so obviously he knows exactly what she is, and and for him he doesn't he, he doesn't bother him he doesn't see it, and therefore it's it's according to Beis Hillel you're not actually lying, you're praising you're praising him, and as far as what he sees he sees he's not going to marry somebody who thinks is bad, so he sees good. I if so what is what's Beishamai's idea over here? Why did Beishamai have a problem? No, that it's Lamaisa, it's Nirun Kesheker. Right? Yes, he doesn't see it, but everybody else sees it. So it's Nirun Kreshekar, and that's, that's the way that Taz explains this. That, you, that you, you're not actually lying, that um, you're, you're telling the Chassan how great she is. He sees how great she is, so you're confirming it to the Chassan. Okay. Kiyasa Rabdimi, Amar, Hachi, Mashru, Kamei, Kalasa, This is what they used to sing in front of the Kala in, in Eretz Yisrael. What they used to say was, She doesn't need eyeliner or blush. She doesn't need makeup. She doesn't need braided hair. She doesn't need her shetel. She doesn't need makeup. She doesn't need all dressed up. And yet, that she's able to, right, that she has a certain chen. Interestingly, when they gave smicha to Reb they sang similarly, They sang also this idea of doesn't need makeup and now it's interesting. Why, why, why did they pick uh, those things specifically, right? Why are we picking the same things to a kala? So uh, the Rishonim bring down that that even though, um, and where we see this, where did we see this? Where, um, sorry, that was So why? Because that even though he was a tsunua and he didn't have, not that he didn't need, but he didn't have these exterior things. He didn't wear nice clothing. Um, he didn't, right, he didn't outwardly, he didn't necessarily, he didn't hold himself, you know, with a certain level of pomp and circumstance, still, okay, that, that it was a certain, uh, that, that his, his midas were what, what carried him, and that's what made it stand out, and that's what we were singing, that what, for him, it wasn't, it wasn't, and obviously he didn't need makeup and he didn't need braided hair. But what we're saying is, is the external, it was, it, it, the, to him, the, the Milo of Rebzeir wasn't the externals. Now, I just saw, and I saw it as, it's very, this, is, this week we learned Parshas Pinchas, so if you want to tie into the daf, the Marsha here says, similar sort of idea, that, um, says, Alpi Mashakovsev Besoyte, the Yana Yamelech said, Prushim, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, right, I don't worry about the Prushim, but rather, um, you know who I'm concerned about is are those who are mevakshin schar kepinchas ve'isin ma'isa zimri. 
Okay, so just to tie it into this week's parsha, that what he's saying is, is that, that and, and what the praise over here was, Right, that when we use this idea of that they wear nice clothes on the outside, but that they're not inside, they're not emestika people. And they're doing like, my, they, they help themselves like Pinchas, but they're really doing Maisa Zimri, and we're praising the fact that Rebzeira wasn't doing that, he wasn't like that, but it just to tie it into this week's parsha of Pinchas and Zimri. Okay, um, now, similar idea. They would sing the following. Okay, so they were, do, they were giving smicha. Basically, they were appointing them to be dayanim, to be leaders, to be, to be rabbanim of the, of, the, uh, of the community. And they said, Rashi says, This is what we should be zeichet to get. These are the, this is the type of people we want, the personalities, to be the dayan. <coughs> the smicha lana, they, we should give smicha for these people. They should have smicha and become leaders in our community. <laughs> we shouldn't have dayanim and rabbanim who are loymin sarmisin, people who, sarmisin Rashi says that mesarsin halachos behepech taimon, right? That they, they, that they learn the halachos wrong. So we shouldn't have people that are learning wrong. Loymin sarmitin, and not people who are, Rashi says, lashna smartate, that they're like rags, right? That they're not. They're just things that are thrown on the side, right? That we should machshiv the talmidei chachamim and the dayanim. Ba'amri la loymin chamisin, which Rashi says means oymin chamishas hatam, where they only understand one fifth of what they're saying of, of the reasons of things. But loymin tormisin, and that is a lashon of anashim reikanim. Rashi says, okay, that again we want make sure we have to, that we should be zeicha that when we appoint people to to have smicha to become rabbanim and dayanim that they are on the proper level. So, <coughs> similar idea that when Rabbi Vo would go from, from yeshiva to the Beit Kesar, so he used to go to the Beit Kesar, politically involved. Nafkan Amso, the Beit Kesar, the mother of the Beit Kesar, La'ape, would come out to greet him when Misharin lay, and they would sing the following for him. Hachi, Rabbi Da'ame, he's a Nasi of his people, Midbarna de Umse, and the leader of his nation, Butsina Nahira, de Nahira. Um, that he had a, a face that was glowing, Baruch Messiah Shalom, right? Baruch, that's a lashon of Baruch Boyacha B'Shalom, right? That is his, his, when he comes, it should be Baruch B'Shalom. Amr Allah Rabbi Yehuda Bari Lai. So now we're going back to Minhagen that they used to have in the Chasson. Amr Allah Yehuda Bari Lai, Shayu Neitel Bad Shal Hadas, he would take a stalk of Hadasim, Miraculif Neakalo, Boimer, and he would say, Kala Nava Chasuda. That was Rabbi Yehuda Bari Lai, Rabbi Shmal Bari Yitzchak, Miraculat Klas, he would juggle. Right, you would dance with three, meaning you would throw up three things. You can only hold two things in two. In, in, you can only hold one thing in each hand, two hands. So with three, meaning that he would juggle. They're embarrassing us, right? We're Tamid Chachamim, and these guys, these are representing the Tamid Chachamim, come a bunch of people who are, who are running around with Hadassim and juggling, right? It's, it's, not, it's not proper. Yet when he died, that there was a, a, a pillar of fire, that was mafsek between him and everybody else, Ugimiri, and we had a, uh, right, there was a certain tradition, that this would only occur, there's only somebody who was chad bedar of a tre bedar, and Abba Rav Zera, so what do we see? We see that this shutisa, lashon of, shutisa is a lashon of this hadas, shut, Rashi says, shut shal hadas, that it was the schus of this hadasim, that's what caused it. Some say, 
Shtusei Nasaba, the Shtus, right? When the, not, not the Torah. That is, you want to know what, what helped him, what, what made him, what set him apart was the fact that he would do the Shtusim at the weddings. And some say the Shita, meaning that he would actually do this. But they're all referring to this idea that they would be Mesameach Chasem Vekala. And Taisa says, how did we know? Yes, we're saying that the Olam, originally they were embarrassed by it. The Olam Yeshiva was embarrassed by what was the fact that these Rabbanim, these Hamidah Chachamim, would uh, essentially make fools of themselves at the wedding. Okay, where they were Samech and Hassan and Kawa, it's unbecoming. And it was Mafsik, Amuda the Nura, and they said, Ah, you see that there is something to it, that this is this was the special schus that they had. And Tysus asked, How do you know that it was because of this chus? Tysus answers that the Amud of Nura came down like a Shibsha the Hadas. It came down in the form of Hadas. So that was what was representative that they realized that this was uh, what that, that this was the schus that they had. Rav Acha Markivla Kasve. Rav Acha would carry the kala on his shoulders, and Murakin and he would dance. Now some say it wasn't directly, some say it was on a chair, but either way, should we be doing this? To carry the kala on our shoulders? Amalu, he said, If, as far as you have, there's no hirhurim, when you carry the kala, as far as you're concerned, it's like carrying a board, then you should do it. And if not, right, if it's going to bring you to obviously have uh, improper thoughts, then you shouldn't do it. You're allowed to look at the kala all uh, seven days of the Sheva Brachas. Right? Because when, when one looks at the kala, so then, right, everyone will go, oh, everyone's looking at her, the chasen will feel like he got a mitzia. Like, oh, everybody's, everybody's looking at her. But less hilchas kavasa. However, the Gemara says the is not like that. Now, there is a machlikas in the Rishonim when we say less hilchas kavasa to what end? Some say that it's only dafka for seven days. However, when she goes out, right, which at the Kabbalah's Panim or whatever, for that one moment, then it is mutter. And some say that it's the first day because that's when you have the Iker Chaviva Eitzel Baila. However, some say that no, you're not, when the Gemara says, it means at all that one should not look at the Kala at all. There is a discussion that we know that we need Adim, right? So if nobody's on to look at her, then. If you go with that shita, so then how would you ever have Adam that she was a basula? How would you know if nobody's looking at her? Okay, now, when you have a, when the kala goes out, so there's a, uh, you know, procession, there's a whole, you know, there's a party, and let's say at the same time, you have a, 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 you have a levaya going on. So we say, we tell the, the, the Levaya to take a side road, right? That we don't want, we don't want this to mess up the Simcha. And both the Mace and the Kala, they have to take the side path if there is the Melch, there's a uh, procession honoring the Melch Yisrael. Yet, we see not like that, that a Gubis HaMelech, he would that he would, he would take the side road, right? As to not mess up and diminish the Simcha of the Kala. And the Chacham would that means that it was good. He was basically There is a machlokes in regards to a nasi whether he's allowed to be machlok kavodei. But melech melech is not allowed to be. So right, where do we see this? In the pasuk it says that he has to be his ema has to be right. You have to have fear of the king, and therefore he can't do things that are going to diminish that diminish the fear of the people. 
So he always has to take, he has to, always has to be front and center. So the Gemara answers, Prashas Durachim Hava, that no, that he, there was a side road and it wasn't nicker. People didn't realize it wasn't like a public display of moving aside for the Kama. He took a different route. Specifically, yeah, he got advance notice, his team got advance notice, it was a wedding, and he took a different route. But it wasn't nicker that he actually did it, and therefore it was okay, so it wasn't uh, a violation of the same testament of the Melech Shem Machal Kvayde and Kvayde Machal. Tanar Rabbanam Vatlan Tamar Tarah Leitzas Hames. Vatlan Tamar Tarah to Pritzas Hames, meaning to go to Leviah, so you stop learning and go to Leviah. Lachnasas Kava. Okay, and for Achnasas Kala, Amar Lover of Yehuda Berbiloi, Shemivatel Talmatera, let's say, Sameh Sochnasas Kala, Rabbi Yehuda Berbiloi. Again, we have here that he was Mevatel. Now, the significance of Rabbi Yehuda Berbiloi was he was someone that was cool at Terra, right? Terasa Yimnasai. So we see before that even him by a wedding, he would make a fool out of himself. He was in the highest level, Terasa Yimnasai. And over here as well, that he would Mevatel Terra, let's say, Sameh Sochnasas Kala, Medvar Mamurim. Now, when are you supposed to be Mevatel? That's when you don't have the proper amount of people coming. So you have to make sure that there's going to be people there. Okay, I'm sorry. But if there's already enough people, now the question is, how many people does one need to have? So what is the minimum amount? It's tracer alfe gavra vishisi alfe shipure. Let's say for a Levi, you have to have 12,000 people plus 6,000 chauffeur blowers. But Amrila, some say, Tleser Alfei Gavre, Uminayu Shitz Alfei Shipri, and it's a total of 12,000, half of them, 6,000 of them are chauffeur blowers. Ula Amar, Kigoin, the Chaitzi, Gavri, a line of people, Me'avulavad Sechra, that go from the gate of the city until the base of Elam, that's how many people you have to have, okay? Now, Rav Sheshis, Vitem Rav Yechon, Amar Nitilasa, Kenisi Nasa, you want to know how many people you have to have? <coughs> for a Leviah, that is in Tilasa Kinesinasa, that that when the Talmud Chacham, it's it's like it's the opposite, right? Just like the Torah was given Manisinasa, the Torah was given Bashishim Reboy with six hundred thousand people. Therefore, Afin Tilasa Bashishim Reboy. Now, the Hani Milaman de Kari Bitani. So this is for somebody who was Kari Bitani, meaning somebody who learned. He learned Torah, he learned Mishnayis, right? He learned Gemara, Avalaman de Masni, somebody that would teach less than Shiura. Okay, there is no shear. Now, Tysus points out that even when we're talking, we're just talking about Mavatlan Talmud Torah. But to go to a Levaya, everybody would have to be Mavatl from work. But nearly the Indian Malachim Mavatlan Kolbanea here, everybody in the city had to stop. This is just talking about the, the idea of Mavatlan Talmud Torah, let's awesomeness. Now, there is a Machlegis Rishayim, whether it's a Rishus or a Chayva, this that we see Mavatlan Talmud Torah, whether you have to or whether you're allowed to. Um, and on the side that it's a Rishos, so then that's what we're saying, that even Rabbi Yehuda Barah Belayu, Nasai, that's a Chiddush, that even though it was just a Rishos, he used to go, and that's why the Gemara was making a point of it. Um, however, if you say that it's a Chayva, then it's demonstrative. That, that, again, it's the same idea, but even that he had to do this, it shows that he was, the, the, the fact that he was Tarasun Nasai, it shows that um, they learned this both ways, that it's a, that it's a Chayva, because he would not have done it if it would not have been a chayvah. That's the other way to, to look at it. Um, now, just to the Indian halacha, so what we said was basically we essentially have three levels in the Gemara, right? We have, let's say, somebody who's not learning at all. So then they don't, there's no minimum, there's no, there's no maximum, meaning as long as you have a minimum amount of people. And the Shulchan Aruch brings down 10 people. Based on our Gemara, Laman Dakari Vitani, then you have to have, he paskins 600,000 people. We have to, have to stop learning in order to do that, um, in order to go to the Leviah. 
and for somebody who would, who would teach, so then it's everybody, right? That everybody, everybody has to go. However, the Ramah says, that even for somebody who is, for any Yid, that even though we said that 10, if he's not like a confirmed person, who was Kari Bittani, still Mavatlin, Shein Lacha Echad Misrael, Bismanazah, that there's nobody Bismanazah that's Eina Bimikra Ibn Mishnah. Right? It's like the Pasuk in Shir Hashem, Kimole Rakasech, right? Kimole Kirimain Kirakas, right? We say that B'nai Yisrael and Malayim Kirimain, they were full of mitzvahs, and therefore, again, we see this idea that, um, that the way the Ramah Paskins is that pretty much for any Yid in Mavatlin Talmatera until you have this amount of people. Okay, vim yesh edim. So then now let's go weiter in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, so again, our Mishnah was, we wanted to know, right, this is coming off of really a continuation of the last parak. The woman's coming to be Tevea her Ksuba. And she says, she says, right, for whatever reason, the Ksuba's not around, right? We said it's Makam She'en Kaisum Ksuba was how one way the Gemara said it. Or it was a Makam She'en Kaisum Ksuba, but she collected on eight. If she collected with edim, that, was, that would have been a riot at Kaisum Shaver. But however you understand it, she, the Ksuba's not here. She comes, she says, I was a Basula. He says, no, him or his Yarshim say, no, it's not true. You're an Almana. So, if there are Adim that she went out with Hinuma, which is something that the Basula is where, then she can get a Ksuba of 200. Now, what is Hinuma? So, my Hinuma. So, Rashi says, it's a Chupa, Kimin Chupa Shal Hadasa Gula. Okay, some sort of uh, uh, covering with. Hadasim. Okay, so that would, would have been a riot. They would only do that for Basulis. Krisa Diminamna Ba It's a Krisa, Rashi says, Sif al Rosha, it's a veil that she would sleep in, meaning, and Rashi explains in a lot of detail and why we call it a Hinuma Diminamna. What does Minamna mean? It's a lush enough she would doze off. Since it covered her eyes, since it covered her eyes, she would have been tired, right? There's a lot going on. So covered her eyes, so she would doze, the Wakala would doze off. That's why we call it Hinuma. Okay, but either way, so it was either a veil or some sort of um, arrangement of Adasim, and it was specific to a Kala. He would say, right? Even the throwing of the roasted kernels would be a Raya. Now, Tana, since this is the Bryce of Yehuda Raya, all these things that we listed in the Mishnah, those were things that were done in Yehuda, the Bavel Mai. So what did they do in Bavel? to show that it was a chasana of a besula. So Amarav, Durdugi, the Mishcha Aresh Drabanon, that the women in attendance at the wedding would put uh, oil on the heads of the Rabbanon. Interesting minute. Amar Papalabaya, Mishcha de You're talking about like that they would wash their hair, like shampoo? Right? It was the oil that they would wash their hair with? Amar Yasma, you said you pour off for the Kalach Imach. At your wedding, they didn't do this for you? Was, no, this is a separate ceremony, symbolic thing that they used to do at the wedding of Basulas. That there was uh, one, one, one of the Rabbanon that he made a shidduch with Rabbanon. Either way, it was some sort of shidduch with a, a one of the Rabbanon and Rabbi Barula, Vidarig Mishcha Reshad Rabbanon, and Dardig Mishcha, and they would they would put this uh, oil on the heads of the Rabbanon Bishas Maisa. Okay, now so interesting. I saw uh, brought down. I couldn't found one interesting reason for why they would have this idea of putting Shemin. A um, little bit, uh, it's a, a little bit out there, but it says that they that the. 
The idea was that the chassan and kala should be ba'achtos to b'shalom, like brothers, that they should get along well. Why? Because the Pasuk says, Yineim ha'tov manayim shevas achim dam yachar, kishem and ha'tov yered al hazakan. Right? Like, like, the, like the oil goes on the beard. And I, if so, so why to a Talmud Chacham? Because it should be a remez as a schus Torah will protect them because Torah is nimshal kishemen. Right? So that puts it all together. That's why we used to have one of the shemen dripping on the beard. Okay, so now the Gemara says, Armelasa Mai. Okay, so what did they do for an Amana to show that she was an Amana? So the Gemara says, Tani, Rav Yosef, Armelasa Lesna Kisti. She did not have these kisti, she did not have these roasted uh, kernels. Ain la is and that's how we knew it was an Amana. Okay, now let's go back into the Mishnah. So we said that very, this parak, yes, it started a new parak, but it was very much continuation of the last parak. And the way we understood the Mishnah was, at the end of the Mishnah, was Rabbi Yeshua said, Maidir Rabbi Yeshua, right, even though we had a whole bunch of machleksim, specifically we had four cases in the previous parak. And what we said was that Rabbi Yeshua did not agree to the case of Migu. Which case? By when she says, He ameres misharastani nenasti, v'lor ameres loiki, ela adjalei arastich, Right, that they when they had a when there was a machlekes between the husband and wife. Exactly, he found that she wasn't a basula, and she said, "Yes, there was there was some sort of anus going on over here." Okay, the question was when she says it's your it's your problem because it happened when we were already engaged, and he says, "No, it happened before." And Rabbi Gamliel, we had a machlekes Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Gamliel versus Rabbi Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Gamliel said that she's going to be believed, and we said, "Why is she being believed?" We said that there is migu along with maybe chazaka. Okay, um, but uh, she's going to be believed. We said Bari Vishema, we had Migu, and we had Chazaka. So even though that was a case where she, she had a Migu, what was the Migu? She could have said Mukaseitani, and she would have gotten, she could have said Mukaseitani, and she would have gotten her uh, uh, Ksuba, so of 200, right? She would have, got, she would have Mukaseitani. And um, I'm sorry, not that she would have gotten her Ksuba. She could have said Mukaseitani, and she would be Mutalukahuna. That's what it was, right? She was willing to, she was willing to say Misharasani Nenasti, and she agreed that it was Aynas, which will possible her to, to Kahuna. So she could have said Mukase Itzani, and it wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't have helped her for Aksuba, but it would, have been, it would have made her situation better so that she should have a Migu. We said that Rabbi Shu agrees by a Migu of which, what was the Migu we said? That we call it a Pesha, Asar Pesha Hitter, right? That Maidi Rabbi Yeshua, Ba'aymer Lachavera, Sadazu Shalavicha, Haisa, that this field was your father's. And I bought it from him, and he's, he's believed. Neman, we said pesha aser, pesha aser, pesha hitter. However, we said vim yesh edim shehi shalaviv. However, if there are edim that it was the fathers, then you're not going to be believed. Then you're not going to be believed. Now, so the Gemara is now going to try to understand why specifically did Rabbi Yeshua highlight the example of pesha aser, pesha hitter with a sada shalavicha. Why did we pick that thing? Oh, we go to we go to a, we go to a Yerush and say that the son and say this was your father's field and I bought it from him. Why doesn't why don't we just simply say a case that Rabbi Yeshua agrees again to illustrate this idea that there is a type of migu maybe if you call it a migu that Rabbi Yeshua will agree to even though he didn't agree to the. Migu that she could have said nanasti of So this idea, Yeshua agrees, if she says, or if someone says, Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitter, that we're going to believe everything that they say. 
if they are the ones that come and bring the information, or it's some sort of super migu, however we understand what Pesha Aser is. Why don't we list specifically a case of the father? Why don't we just say that Rabbi Yeshua agrees if he goes to a guy and says, This was your field and I bought it from you. Right? Why don't we say that's the example? Why do we have to come up with a case of the father? Oh, this was your father's field. Right? So the Gemara answers, why? Because well, what did the Sefer in the Mishnah say? Now, right? So let's say, now we have to set this up. So forget about the case of Pesha Asr that we, t- we, we spoke about. What do you want to say? You want to say that why, or what we're saying is, the Mishnah said, what's the case of Pesha Asr that you go to a guy and you say, this was your father's field and I bought it. Where the Gemara is asking now, why don't you just go to a guy and say, this was your field and I bought it from you. So the Gemara is saying, well, because you're going to have a problem in the Seifa. When we talk about Im Yesh Edim, then you're not going to be believed. So what's the case, Im Yesh Edim, that you're not going to be believed? Hechi Now this is an idea that, according to most Mepharshim, it's a Dindur Abanan, that this idea of Chazaka, right? So let's say you, if you're on a field for three years and nobody is challenged your, your being on that field for three years, then you have a Chazaka that it's your field. So now... So again, Adam are coming and saying that this was Yenem's field. Now, So let's say you were on there for three years. You should be believed. Well, I have a chazaka now that I bought it from you because I've been on this field for three years and you didn't challenge it. You never came and said, hey, what are you doing on my field? So therefore, you should be believed even if the Adam come and say, this was your field. I come and say to you, this, this was your field and I bought it from you. If there are Adam that say it's your field, so then we're not going to believe, you're not going to believe me. Why wouldn't you believe me? If I have a chazaka, I've been on there for three years, and you never came to me and said, what are you doing on my field? So then, well, that's a chazaka. So then, am I Why would the Mishnah say it's not a, that you're not believed? And if you don't have a chazaka, pshita, what's the havamina, dulei mehemen? So why would I need a, what's the chiddish of the Mishnah telling me that if there are Adam and I don't have a chazaka, that it's, then I'm not believed. Of course I'm not believed. What's the Havamina? So the Gemara says, I, one second, So, okay, let's carry this logic just like to the case of the Mishnah that we do have. So let's say he ate, let's say he, the guy, it's a of ate, but really meaning he was on the field for three years, right? He was, he was farming the field for three years. So then I'm Ayla Mehemet. Why shouldn't he be believed? Even if Adam come and say it was the father's field, why shouldn't he be believed? So the same way, again, our Mishnah to illustrate an idea of Pesha Asr, Pesha Hitter. Use the case of the father's field. The Gemara is asking, why don't we use the case of, instead of me coming to you and saying, this was your father's field and I bought it, I should just come to you and say, this was your field and I bought it. Same idea, Pesha Asr, Pesha Hitter. Why? Because in Yesh Edim, because if there are Edim, we said that it's Pshita. Maman Shach is Pshita. Meaning, you said that Eina Mehemen, it's not true. You will be believed if you had a chazaka, and you won't be believed if you don't have a chazaka. The same logic applies whether I come and I tell that it was your father's field or it was your field. So why is it any different? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. I could find a chiddush over here. So chazaka is three years. That's how long it takes to establish a chazaka that it's your field. So let's say he ate for two years while the father, meaning I lived on the field, I farmed the field for two years while the father owned it. And one, 
when it was uh, when the father had passed away and it already transferred to the son. Okay, so what's the chiddush over here? That you're right. We couldn't have this logic when if it was your field and I came and said it was your field. So then, if, if it was your field, then of shach we'd have to follow. If you had a chazaka, even if the edim came and said it was your field. So if I had a chazaka, then I should be believed. If I don't have a chazaka, I'm not believed. So why did we say the father's field? To illustrate this idea that even though we say that a chazaka is three years, you were able to get a chazaka for being on the field for three years, if there were two years, and one year, that you wouldn't get your chazaka. And that's why we said the father's field. And that's why you're not believed. Even though you ate for three years, even though you used the field, I keep on saying ate, the the point is you farmed the field, you were on the field for three years, but it was two under the father and one under the son, you, then, then you don't have a chazaka. And that's the chiddush over here. Why? Because, um, <clears throat> why? Because this idea that the son doesn't necessarily know that it was his father's field. So therefore, the fact that you were on the field for one year under the son, under these, uh, right, under the sons, uh, while it was in the son's possession, that doesn't count, and you don't get your chazaka. So, okay, well, if that's what our mission is coming to tell us, so if that's the case of our Mishnah, so what is our Mishnah telling us? Right, other, that if there are Edim, and you were on the field for two years under the father, and one year under the son, then you don't get a chazaka, and you're not believed. Well, that's Rav Huna. So now Rav Huna is telling us a Mishnah. That's what we're asking. Rav Huna, Masisin, Asashminan. So the Mishnah says, Iba is Amen, Rav Huna, do you get the Masisin Kamar? Yeah, it wasn't straight up. He was the one, it was Medayik, the Mishnah. Or, Iba is Amen, Afilu Higdel Kamash Milan. That the Chiddush is, what Rav Huna is coming to say is that even, it's not just the one year. Let's say it's not that you were on the father's field for two years and the son's field, and, you, and it was under this, it, it was, and then it transferred to the son and you were on the field for a year, that there's no Chazaka. No. If, if, at any point, it transferred to the son. At any point, you'll never be a mochzik because the son would never have known that it was his father's field, ostensibly, to come and be ma'arer, right? We call it the marikama. They to come and be ma'arer. Okay, and that's what's going on. So, Fraktigamara, let's try it again. Velisnaya bididei. I don't understand. Why do I need an example of the father's field? So, if you want to tell me an interrupted chazaka, that's essentially what we're coming and saying. Right, well, what we're coming to say, if Adim come and say it was your father's field, that it, it, that it was his father's field, then you're not going to be believed connected to Adim. And we said, well, what do you mean? It should be subjective to Chazaka. So we came up with some sort of interrupted Chazaka. That's what we said. And the Chiddush is that if there was an interrupted Chazaka, that you had partial Chazaka under the father and some under the son, that it's not going to be a Chazaka and you're not going to get the field. So I don't understand. Viter, Velisnaya Bididei. So why don't we again say that you came to say that the field, I, I don't come and say it was your father's field. I said it was your field. So why don't we bring a, the similar idea like we said by Puna, but what we said was that I'm only, I was only on the field for two years while you were there, and then you vacated, you, you, had, to, you had to go out of town. Okay? So the Marikama, the Ma'are, right, the true, what you're tining is the owner of the field, vacated. He ran away. So now, right, so it's the same idea. Just like two years under the father, one year under the son, we say that you don't get the chazaka. So why don't we just say it's the same thing. It's your field. And I used the field for two years while you were there. And then you went away. And the chiddush is that even if he went away for a year, even if he went away for that third year, then you don't get the chazaka. So the Gemara says, well, what's the chiddush? Barach machmas mai. 
Well, let's look. Why did the, what we call the Ma'ara, right? The true owner of the field or the Marikama, that's the Shas Lashon, the Marikama. So why did he run away and not challenge, right? So again, the idea is like this, that if you have three years to challenge, we always assume that the person is going to wait until the last minute to challenge. We have to give them until the last minute. So the fact that he, that he allowed the guy to be on the field for two years doesn't matter. We're going to look at what happened in that final year. And if he didn't have an opportunity to challenge, so that's why you want to get the chazaka. So again, why did the Marikama run away? Shabarach machmas mai. So if he was chased out of town, he heard that there were some assassins coming for him. So he had to run away. He was under the threat of life. So So of course, when I come and say, this was your field and I bought it from you and there are them that said it was your field. And even though I was on the field for three years, but you, who are the, what we're saying, rightful owner of the field, had to run away because under the threat of death, so then, of course, you had no opportunity to challenge the chazaka. Okay. Now, if you ran away because you owed somebody money, you should, you should have made a macha, meaning the marikama should have made a macha, and because of the fact that he didn't make a macha, then we're saying that he does have a chazaka. And if he has a chazaka, then Viter again, if he has a chazaka, then even if there are Aiden that said it was your field, I now have a chazaka on the field. So I should be believed. So the Gemara says, the Kaimalan, where do we see this idea that you can make a macha shalai befanav? The Kaimalan, macha shalai befanav, have a macha. Where do we see this? The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Shalosh arts is a There are three different lands when it comes to chazaka Yehuda, Eber Yarden, and Galil. What does this mean? So let's say you were, you, you were in Yehuda and you were hechzik begalil, right? That you went ahead and you were muchzik on a karka in Galil. Begalil v'hechzik beYehuda, or vice versa. Ain't a chazaka bemedina. That it's not going to be a chazaka until the marikama is on the land or together in the same locale as where the property is. Then we say he should be muchzik, and if he wasn't muchzik then we'll say that it changes to the person who is now mochzak. Bavina ba my kasavar. So what's going on over here? Why are we saying that there's different areas? E kasavar, macha shalai b'fanav have macha. So if you don't need to be in the same area, macha shalai b'fanav, it is a macha, is it a proper macha? So then I feel it will nami. So what does it make a difference? If you don't have to be where the land is, so then we'll say that it is a macha. Meaning, <clears throat> if macha shalai b'fanav, is a macha, what we're saying is like this, the marikama should have been meicha. The fact that you were in different, in different states or different areas, different lo- locales, should not matter. Well, if you have to be in the same area, what's the difference if it's Yehuda versus Galil? What happens if it's one part of Yehuda to another part of Yehuda? Either way, if, macha, if you can only do a macha b'fana, so for whatever reason you couldn't be there, then we'd understand why this guy, the new guy, wouldn't be mochzak, because you didn't have an opportunity to be And if you don't need to be there, then, if you don't need to be there, then you should make a macha wherever you are, and what's, what's the difference whether it's Yehuda versus Galil? It should make no difference. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, Nami, lo yamar. So Amara, so Amara, I'm sorry, Afilu, Yehuda, Yehuda, Nami, like. So Amar Rav Abba Bar Mama, what's going on over here? 
Normally, what we're saying is that a person can make a macha if he's in a different area. So if a guy had to vacate because he owed money and he had to run away, if he truly owned the land, he should have made a macha wherever he was running to. <coughs> However, our Mishnah is talking about what happens at wartime. Okay, meaning at wartime like this, that there, when there isn't efficient communication, and Rashi says shayaras, that go from place to place, so what we're saying is, when I made a macha, if I was in Galil, and, you, and the land was in Yehuda, and I come back and say, look, I was in Galil, and yeah, it's three years, but I was in Galil, then we're going to believe you. Why? Because we're assuming that you really were, you really were Micha, but because there's not efficient communication, you weren't able, you weren't able to get that macha over, right? He wasn't able to communicate, and therefore, and therefore, the, the muhsik is not going to be muhsik. Okay, so umayshna Yehuda Galil. So why did we dafka encase this idea around Yehuda Galil? This time Yehuda Galil kishaschem dami, because Yehuda and Galil were the standard examples of things that were always at war, where there weren't shayaris matzah, where there wasn't efficient communication, and therefore that's a situation where you were unable to be mosef. But what's the point? Rolling this back over here, why did we not say? Why did we choose to say that this was a case? That what the, the case of Yeshua chose that he's Pesha Asr, Pesha Hitter was an example of where he said it was your father's field, it was your father's field, and I bought it. And we said, why? Because if Adam come, you're not going to be believed. We said, what's the Chiddush? So now again, if it was, if I would have come and tied it, it was your field, and Adam came, then there's no Chiddush. If you had an opportunity to make a Macha, you should have made a Macha. Okay? And if I was Machsak then, then I'm Machsak and I should be believed. So LMI, why do we say case of the father? Because that's this unique case like we had with Huna, that there is a situation where the person could be on the land for three years, even if he's on the land for three years, but since in between, in, in that period of three years, it transferred from the father to the son. So therefore, we now have a strange case of where you can't be mochsuk. And that's why we use, that's the only example where you wouldn't be able to be mochsuk and, you wouldn't, and, and, it, and there is some sort of strange or some sort of chiddish over here that we would now come to tell us, and that's what the chiddish of our mission is, and that's why we chose this case. And tomorrow we're going to continue um, with challenging this idea of why we picked the father and his field. Why don't we pick some other cases to illustrate this idea of Pesha or Pesha Eter?